Sustaining Creativity Podcast. I'm your host, Mari Riesberg. Over the past several years, I've combined my degrees in acting and somatic psychology to share my sustaining creativity techniques with performers. And now I've decided to share it with a bigger audience that includes you. I believe we are all creative and this podcast is all about that. I'll be interviewing people from all backgrounds, ages, and creativity experiences to share just how creative we all are. Today, I'll be chatting with Nicole Wachinski, Senior Theatrical Agent for Stewart Talent in New York City, where she represents clients for theater, television, and film. Please enjoy Nicole Wachinski. Welcome to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. Today, I am here chatting with Nicole Wachinski. She is a talent agent, and I'm super excited to chat about creativity because I know you do so much more than just being a talent agent, so I'm excited to dive into that. So welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. Wonderful. Well, if you wouldn't mind just taking a couple of minutes and sharing a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Yeah, I'm Nicole. I am a talent agent, as Mari said. Um, I work for an agency in New York City. Uh, We also have offices in Chicago, LA, and Atlanta. Uh, But I'm in New York, and I represent adult actors for television, film, and theater. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And how long have you been doing that? Uh, I've been doing this for about 17 years now. Um, I started as an intern at an agency, at a New York boutique agency 17 years ago and quickly moved up. And now I, you know, I I was with one agency for 15 years. And then a couple Mm -hmm. years ago, I moved over to another agency um, that just has a little more breadth to it with more Mm -hmm. offices. So nice. Yeah. I've always wondered kind of how do people fall into being a talent agent? Yeah, you don't major in that in school. There's really nothing you can major in. Um, I grew up acting. I was, Mm -hmm. I did like, you know, five shows a year, whatever I could get my hands on. And my Jewish parents were like, we will not let you go to college for acting. You have to get a (laughs) real degree in something. Um, So I went to film school, but it's a Bachelor of Science and Communications, which Ah. I recently contacted to get like a Master of Science and like something real science. And I was like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Bachelor of Science for me is not science. (laughs) Not my wheelhouse, but thanks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, so I, I, my bachelor of science in communication and I was able to double major in theater as well. Got it. In undergrad. So that was kind of my foray into the business side of things, really yeah. studying producing and editing and what other things film majors study. Um, <laughs> and I found while I was doing that, that I loved working with actors and mm. I moved up to New York, back up to New York after college, um, with the intention of maybe going into casting mm-hmm. or and auditioning at least seeing if I could do anything I went on two auditions and learned yeah. that was not the life for me yeah. but <laughs> I did get an internship very quickly at, at the talent agency and yeah. found that that was what I was meant to do oh my gosh I love it yeah because you don't go to school for it I hear you know the stories of like people just falling into these careers in this industry of talent Agency, yeah, I just, it's just applying for internships. And for that, it was like, you know, you just had to really have an interest and a drive to really do well, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it, but it sounds like there's so much creativity that goes into it too. I mean, not only working with creative people, but mm-hmm. also like, just- well, yeah. Um, you know, it's funny because going into the business side of things, I am a Leo. I am creative. <laughs> I, you know, that I've always been the creative person and never like the, I love doing schoolwork person. <laughs> um, so going into the business side is, was a weird choice, but at the same time, there is a lot of creativity. I have mm-hmm. to make pitches on my clients. I am negotiate contracts. So there's yeah. a lot of creativity that goes into negotiation and trying to figure out things that you can get or and ways of getting things that you want and just negotiation. Hey, I want this. So give us this and we don't have to have this, you know, that aspect of it. So there is a lot of creativity in that. And then just submitting clients for the right roles and getting creative in that aspect. And when I pitch them, it's like, no, you might not see them in this, but I see them in this way. So there's a lot of creativity in our minds thinking outside the box as well. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. And Speaking of creativity, when you think of creativity, what does it mean to you to be creative? So to me, creativity is the, is finding a way to answer a problem, mm-hmm. no matter which way it is. It might, to you, being creative might be the easiest answer, and that is how your brain is creative, but it could be also finding the longest way or the shortest way or the yeah. way that uses yarn you know, I'm a knitter, uses (laughs) needles to the answer to that problem is I want to knit this hat. So I have to, you know, get the needles. That's the answer to that problem. So it's just finding the answer to the problem and how you do that. Nice. I love it. And I love that you are a knitter as well. I am also. (laughs) So I get to see all of your knitting adventures and yarn store adventures. I love doing that and crafting in general. And (laughs) no, it's been really fun to see all the things that you've been able to do and post on social media. So I enjoy that (laughs) as well. Nice. Now I imagine, I mean, working in the creative arts, we definitely find ourselves in challenging situations or navigating creative blocks, particularly with our clients and actors and performers. So what are some challenges or blocks that you've experienced with creativity? And then how did you navigate them? I mean, I think for me, I mean, when, when I get down to when I think about blocks, I think more about my crafting and creative side. Uh (laughs) Yeah. I don't like, I found I'm not a big designer. Like I don't like, and that would be where the creative blocks would be. Like I can't make like design it myself. I'm happy to make somebody else's thing and pick my colors or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I thinking about it in that way is not for me. So (laughs) blocks come in that way with work. I mean, a block would be somebody telling you no. Yeah. And either you try other ways of pitching or, you know, go other ways of getting them seen, but mm-hmm. that, and that's a creative thing too, is okay. They're telling us, no, how do we get about that? How do we, you know, get them seen if we feel they're really, really right. Right. How do you change someone's mind or do how do you change a no? We, yeah. Do we have a producer we can call? Do we have the material? We, can we just like have them put it on tape and send it? You know, there are different yeah. ways of getting past that as well. Absolutely. And do you, do you work with your clients around their own blocks? Like, or is that something that you send them off to someone else to navigate? It's a little bit of both because I do find a lot of my job is therapist and 
you know, you know, calling when somebody is, you know, having a rough time or they, you know, didn't do well, you know, there's a lot of that involved. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, some, so sometimes there is that, but there, yeah, sometimes it's like, if they need coaching, if they Mm -hmm. need to, you know, study with a new teacher, then we'll send them to the right teachers. Cause that is not my job. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. So you, you're like, you get to, you have all the information and you disseminate it and make sure that everyone is getting it. So that's, yeah, that's managing creativity and challenges and blocks and creative fashions. I love it. That's great. And, yeah, and I'll watch, you know, I'll watch client tapes sometimes and give them feedback mm-hmm. another way of being yeah. creative and directing a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Using that film degree, your communications. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I do, I teach a lot of classes as well in New York. I do a lot of seminars and actor classes and meeting actors. And I do that as really a way of education um, and -hmm. teaching. Um, So that's another thing. I'm always giving feedback on sides and reels and scenes and all that. Yeah. Nice. I love it. And you as like, your younger self, your child self. Mm-hmm. I love asking this question because everyone has such a fun answer, a unique answer. What's your earliest memory of being creative? Oh my gosh. I will. I am. As I've mentioned, I was a creative artsy child. Yeah. So like little things like I loved playing with Play-Doh and like stuff like that. But also I was the child because of my father loves Broadway mm. and old music. So I'm the kid that was singing like, you know, Broadway, you know, ballads when I was in preschool lunchtime <laughs> or nap time. You know, that was me. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so like to me, pop songs were like... Rogers and Hammerstein. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I can totally picture that too. That's amazing. <laughs> that was me. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. I, I mean, I think these earliest memories, they just that um, bundle of creativity that we are when we're little kids and how we express it and how we use it and how we're, we've brought it forward. And so much about that is also how we're raised and how it is, you know, encouraged in us and how, you know, that has so much to do with it. I wouldn't be where I was if my dad wasn't in, like into these things. I don't know what I would do, but this is, it was ingrained in me from an early age. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <is> like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so interesting you say that because I think there's so many people who kind of get the opposite the like squash the creativity that it's not really flourished or invited or welcome to, like it is to a certain degree. And then at some point someone puts the lid on it. So well, it's funny. My mom is the Ravenclaw. She's, you know, the brain smart, you know, teacher and a guidance counselor, you know, but my dad, my dad's family was all creative. My uncle Mm -hmm. is a singer, you know, my dad and my uncle both were in Broadway plays. It's, you know, that's just my family is a creative family. So it's in my blood. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, no, I think it's so great. And, and it's nice to have the balance too. Sometimes that can be helpful grounding. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I know that you are easily inspired by things, crafting things and Broadway, mm-hmm. but these days, who or what inspires you? Hmm. Um, I mean, definitely a lot of what I'm watching on TV is inspiring me. Um, I, I recently, and Bridgerton, I just love the <laughs> art 
of it. Like, it's yeah. just beautiful. And I just think I'm like, I would love life to look like this. <laughs> like, and isn't it like, it's like, it's like, a, it's like Cinderella. I feel it's like yeah. Cinderella, but like the other adventures of like in the world of Cinderella. That's yes. what I think. Oh my gosh, totally. That, that, so to me, that's what it is. I just love that. So that's really inspiring. I'm like, I want to make like all the Bridgerton like inspired things. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. <laughs> and like, and on the flip, I recently watched Shameless and I was like, this is life and it's gritty and I love it. And so, so I'm getting a lot from things that are, are coming into, in, you know, other art that's out there. <laughs> yeah. Nice. How does it inspire you? Does it like, other than thinking about creating all the Bridgerton things, uh-huh. how else does it show up? Well, I mean, also because I do work in TV and right now with no theater, that is all I'm doing. So what I'm watching also definitely inspires me in that way. And I'll see a show that I'm working on. I'll be like, oh my gosh, this client needs to be on this show. Mm. Or I'll see a client do work. And that inspires me all the time. If I see a client do some really good work, I'm like, I want to find, I get gets my juices boiling and Mm -hmm. be excited. So nice. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. It sounds like there's kind of that snowball effect of seeing someone and wanting them to do more so you can see more of them. And that's how I stayed in agenting. That's exactly what got me into it. I, it was an, like I said, I started as an intern and I just love that snowball effect is like seeing the next step of the person's career and being a part of that. And like, Mm in seeing it go from an idea on a piece of paper, when I'm like jotting down my, you know, submission ideas to them booking it, you know, and, yeah. and then seeing the finished product. Totally. That's most exciting. Yeah. That, that trajectory, that journey that you, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's, that's interesting. Cause like a lot of times we don't go on that whole journey with people. We just see the end product. So being able to like go on that journey with someone that seems like and just think like every actor every one line role that's on there somebody was submitted for that somebody auditioned and read for that and then they got an offer that was negotiated for them to read one line on camera (laughs) oh my gosh the behind the scenes is so so much bigger than we even think Mm -hmm. about yeah say you have a call sir (laughs) (laughs) right right and then of course all the bigger roles too but I'm just saying like how much goes into one little thing yeah absolutely nice well I love that it I love that you get inspired by the people you work with and (laughs) seeing things and expanding on it and Mm -hmm. yeah it makes a lot of sense that that's where like that's where thoughts go like oh yeah I love this and I can see this person in this space or in this role. Yes. Nice. Totally. Totally. I and I've, and that's definitely happened before where it's like I've had people who I'm like you they need to be on the show and I just like keep pushing until they come on it. <laughs> and then they finally get I'm like yes, that was my goal. <laughs> I knew it was meant to be. You know? <laughs> and I've said that to clients before. I'm like my goal was to get you on the show. <laughs> That's so great though. I mean, you just seem like you are so like you have your clients back. I mean, I don't know you as an agent, but that, that is, that's how you kind of show up in that space. And what a gift to like go to bat for these people who, you know, the creative arts fields are, they're tough. It's not easy. And to have someone 
on your side, on your team. What a gift. And there are more actors than ever now. So it's like they need, and they need, you know, every actor needs advocates. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, what a awesome, awesome way to see yourself as an advocate for them. I think that's awesome. That's the job. Yeah. I love it. Well, it also sounds like your community is enormous, with, you know, just family and Broadway and film and television, but also like your personal community yeah. too. How do you see your community impacting or influencing your creativity? Oh, it's interesting. Cause also a lot of my community are from creative outlets. Like I have friends that I've made from knitting and from crafting, you know, so I have those friends and like, we'll get in groups and like, we'll send each other patterns or new yarns and like finished product. Like, Hey, I just did that. You know, it's like, there's definitely that, um, you know, I have friends and we'll, you know, sometimes we'll text each other about work. Like, Hey, are you working on this project? Would you hear about this? Like things Mm -hmm. like that. So we, you know, we help each other all the time. Um, I love doing classes with other agents. Um, I'll do mm-hmm. panels a lot um, where we critique actors together, but that's a chance for us to like work together and have some camaraderie. I love that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It does. It sounds like such a rich community that you, mm-hmm. you can lean on when you need to and collaborate. And, and I think many people who aren't in the creative arts worlds kind of see the the agent or the agency life as maybe a little more cutthroat or, or maybe how it's represented in film and television. Like entourage. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Hey, you know what? There are a hundred percent, there are agents and there are managers that are definitely like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I, that's just not who I am as a person. Yeah. I mean, I'll bully up if I have to, I definitely fight. Um, but at the same time, I find no reason to fight unless I have to. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Nice. And, and I, and I've had to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, I think all of us in whatever career we're in have had opportunities where we've had to kind of step up and, you know, fight for what we want or what we believe or, you know, for our values. So I think you're not alone in that. And it, it, it is the image, I guess, in my own mind sometimes of how agents are represented on, on the screen. Yeah. yeah there's a reason um, I wasn't a huge fan of Smash. Ah. <laughs> Close for comfort. I watched the first part of the first season I was like oh it's too close to home I can't do it (laughs) too a little too real a little too much for me yeah fair (laughs) enough actually would feel further for me just because like um I don't know it's just it's also LA versus New York which is also Mm -hmm. very different yeah yeah how is it I mean that's a really interesting idea too. The like different styles of creativity that you find in New York, LA, Chicago, Atlanta. Yeah. And you know, I find in New York because we are so a theater town in New York Yeah, and that's where actors who are studying hard like that, I feel like that's where really rich artistry comes from. Mm -hmm. Um, And LA is just a little more superficial. (laughs) Um, And as far as the work and it's, you know, the theater, there isn't plentiful theater there. The TV, yeah. all TV and film, it's just different. You don't, the, that rich creativity just isn't out there as much. It's just mm-hmm. more business, more business. Yeah. 
yeah. So finding the creativity in the business side of things mm-hmm. can be challenging, I imagine at times, but also rewarding when you do find it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's, like I said, with my job in business, it's finding ways to be creative mm-hmm. in your job. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. And when you, you know, we are still living the pandemic life and mm-hmm. theater has not returned yet, but when you think about kind of everyday issues that you navigate in your life, what are some of those everyday issues that you've had to use creativity to solve? Hmm. Everyday life. <laughs> this is, this is trippy. Okay. Well, so like, I'm looking to like, I'm like working out more now that I have a little more time at home and I'm not commuting in every day and I don't have a lot of space in my house to do yeah. so. So it's finding good exercises I can do with like this much space. <laughs> a tiny, a square. Yeah. yeah. So I buy, like I have, I bought like the little bands and like oh, yeah. medicine ball. I'm like, these are things I can like do in like <laughs> no space. <laughs> But that's so great. Yeah. Being, getting creative with exercise and, mm-hmm. and space and yeah, you don't have space. Yeah, I've, I've never been a big exerciser, but I'm like, now's the time. And so <laughs> it's like, I'm just like trying to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's great. And mm-hmm. what a, a great little solution of like thinking, okay, what are the things I can use in a small space that still involve like exercising and mm-hmm. doing something that's manageable? Nice. I love it. And when you think about, um, this is a question I didn't send you, but I'm going to ask you anyway, because I think you might have some fun things to share. Um, when you think about, you know, other people stepping into creativity in their life, what -hmm. would you tell someone who's looking to have more creativity in their life, how to go about doing that? I would say go find, try a little of everything, find what you Mm. like. And I think the internet is a great place to start. I think Instagram is the best place to find creativity. That is where I have my whole creative home, like all (laughs) the like crafting, it's all there. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. It it really is like explore different things. Like I I just got a calligraphy book. I was like, I want to take a modern calligraphy. And I found somebody online who teaches it. And then they sell like a book with the pen. So I was like, Uh I'm going to do this. It's like, that's just something new and creative to do. You know, it's people, you know, tie dyeing. That's a huge thing this year. There are definitely spaces online to find that. I can give you some good ones at the end. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many things to do. So I think that's a great place to go. Yeah. Just to try some, try Try, a bit of everything. A little something. Yeah. Go, go to Michael's and like go up and down the aisle and buy like one of those little kid crafting kits and see if you (laughs) like doing that. I love it. That's such a great idea. Yeah, absolutely. Not expensive and it like gets, keeps your hands busy. Right. And I love that you're doing calligraphy. How fun is that? I was like, I love when people do all the fancy writing. I was like, I want to learn how to do that. Yeah. But I mean, what an awesome creative spark to be like, oh, I want to learn how to do that. Okay. Here's what, here's the next step. I'm going to get a book and take a class Mm -hmm. and And that's what it's about. It's jumping into, you get the idea and you just got to jump into it and not like, oh, well maybe next week and maybe I'll do this. And cause then you never will. 
it's like when the moment hit, when the inspiration inspiration strikes, you just gotta go. Yeah, hold on to it. Keep yeah. keep it going. Yeah, I love it. No, I think that's amazing for sure. Well, it has been I'm such- an impulsive person. What can <laughs> I say? <laughs> You're a Leo. I'm a Leo. I get it. It's <laughs> it's a part of part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me this evening. And I have one last question for you. Mm -hmm. What do you feel your secret to creativity is? I think allowing myself to daydream. I was Mm -hmm. always a daydreamer. I mean, I was the kid who my parents would get notes home from my teachers that I was daydreaming all day long and not like copying down sentences from the board because that is boring. And I would much rather daydream. And I, so I think that's what it is. I, I've always been a daydreamer. So allowing yourself maybe like take 20 seconds out of the day and let yourself continue that thought and then go back Mm -hmm. to what you're doing. But Mm-hmm. I think that that's a big thing. And then also like jot down those ideas. If you get a creative idea, just jot it down. Yeah. I love it. I was, someone told me the other day that they get their best ideas in the shower and oh my God. someone made a waterproof writing pad for the shower. And I was like creative and I should probably get that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's great. <laughs> You can use those like white erase, right? Can you like write on the tile with the oh, dry right. erase marker? Or like a soap crayon? I don't know. Maybe something like that. <laughs> Here we are. Creative ideas abound. There I you. love it. <laughs> well, again, thank you so much. And if yes. people want to get in touch with you or learn about the classes that you teach or share, how would they go about doing that? Yeah, I'm always teaching classes in New York, um, different companies uh, like uh, Actors Connection, one-on-one, Acting and Voice Studios. Um, Those are always ones that I can be found teaching. Nice. I love it. Wonderful. Well, again, thank you. It has been such a treat to chat with you. Yes, it was so fun. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. We'd love to keep in touch, so like us on Facebook and Instagram. We are Sustaining Creativity. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Tag your friends and your family so they can listen too. We love to hear from you, so leave your comments, reviews, and questions. Tune in Tuesdays for a new episode. And remember, with creativity, anything's possible.